Hello friends, Denny Pruto here, back with another lesson under the topic of an approach to sermon preparation. In this lesson I'm moving on to uh, the idea of prayerfully determining your sermon point. In the last lesson we uh, zeroed in on the fact that every sermon ought to have one main point. And now I want to uh, go to the idea of determining that sermon point. It's a common practice in preaching today uh, that ministers will have a three-point sermon. And often they'll uh, uh, chortle uh, somewhat and chuckle a little bit and say, uh, as uh, the standard sermon uh, always have three points, I'm giving you uh, these three points this morning. Uh, well, I maintain that every sermon ought to have one main point. And to review that idea, please go back to the previous lesson. What should that main point be? The main point of a sermon ought to be a point that applies the point of your text. And as I say, most ministers, I would say the bulk of ministers, will have three points in a sermon, and then as uh, the time passes, uh, they may look at their watches and say, well, we only have 15 or 20 seconds left or a minute left. Let's see how we can briefly apply what we've learned from this text. Well, I say uh, that uh, the preacher ought to begin his sermon with his application in mind already. And so the sermon point should apply the point of the text. And this is true in the exposition of preaching. Application, not only at the end of the sermon, but as we go through a sermon, is quite important. This is what T.H.L. Parker says in his great little book, Calvin's Preaching. And uh, he says, under the topic of the expositional method. Expository preaching consists in the explanation and application of a passage of Scripture. Uh, important for us to understand. And if you read Calvin's sermons, Calvin's sermons are full of application. Calvin rarely, if ever, waits to the end of a sermon to make application of the text. He is making regular application throughout the sermon. Parker goes on to say, without explanation, it is not expository. Without application, it is not preaching. Often, uh, fellows who want to preach expository sermons hold to the fact that their sermons must be full of explanation. So far, so good. But when the sermon is just full of explanation and does not have proper application, then there is no real preaching, at least in accordance with Parker, following Calvin. And so, I maintain that the preacher ought to have his application in mind as he begins his sermon. And the application 
ought to be embedded in what we call the sermon point or the homiletical point. And again, the sermon point applies the point of your text. Uh, Let me uh, seek to give you an example of what I'm talking about. In Mark chapter 5, Mark is uh, giving us the story of Jesus going across the Sea of Galilee uh, into the area uh, where there is a demoniac who has been living for a long time within the tombs. And he has broken away his chains and his shackles, and he often cuts himself and beats himself, and he's quite a disheveled mess. And when Jesus encounters uh, this man, uh, Jesus is uh, uh, coming ashore uh, uh, with a boat uh, with the disciples. And the demoniac runs down to the shore and falls on his face before Jesus. And uh, it's quite a startling scene. And Jesus uh, delivers this man uh, from Uh, the uh, shackles of unclean spirits. And, of course, when the word gets out uh, that uh, this man has been delivered, uh, because uh, the herdsmen uh, uh, see the man delivered, and uh, their swine uh, uh, receives the demons and rushes off into the sea, uh, they report this into the Uh, nearby uh, villages, and the people come out and they see uh, the man sitting in his right mind, uh, clothed uh, with Jesus. The man is completely transformed. And so, after studying the text, uh, this is the point of the text uh, which I derived. Uh, The exegetical point. Jesus crosses the Sea of Galilee to display his power, over both the physical and spiritual worlds by delivering a demoniac. Now, uh, this exegetical point is a statement of fact. Uh, What is the text about? And what does the text tell us about the things uh, that it discusses? Uh, Let me read you this exegetical point again, which is a statement of fact concerning the text. Jesus crosses the Sea of Galilee to display his power over both the physical and spiritual worlds by delivering a demoniac. Now, uh, this exegetical point, as I say, is simply a statement of fact. It seeks in no way to apply the facts prominent in the text to the congregation. It is simply a statement uh, along this line. And often, uh, when uh, young fellows uh, formulate a sermon point, uh, their sermon point is a statement of fact, a statement concerning what the text is about. And I say to them that the sermon point uh, needs to carry with it an application. In other words... What is your desired outcome in the sermon you are about to preach on this particular text? 
And of course, now I'm uh, looking at Mark chapter 5. Well, here is the sermon point that I derived for a sermon uh, which I preached on Mark chapter 5. Jesus Christ is Lord over the unseen spirit world you will enter. Trust him as your guide. You see, uh, I'm uh, connecting with the exegetical point, at least in part connecting with the exegetical point, and the teaching of the text, that is, Jesus is Lord over the unseen spirit world you will enter. Now, uh, I'm saying to the congregation, uh, these unclean spirits... uh, uh, from which the demoniac is delivered by Jesus Christ are part of an unseen spiritual world. Uh, You and I, when we die, are going to enter uh, this unseen spiritual world. Uh, No, we're not going to be uh, companions with the demons if we trust Jesus Christ. We're going to be companions with the angels in heaven. Uh, But you see, I'm connecting with the idea of the text here. And then uh, I have a little exhortation uh, added uh, to uh, the uh, homiletical point, the sermon point. Trust him as your guide. Since you're going to enter this unseen spiritual world, you need a guide to uh, take you into this unseen spiritual world, to properly lead you into this uh, unseen spiritual world. And Jesus Christ is the guide you must have. And so the point uh, of my sermon is, trust Jesus Christ to guide you into the unseen spiritual world over which he is Lord. The sermon has one main point. And everything in the sermon is designed to lead the congregation to this one main point. And the desire of the pastor, my desire, is to lead the people to trust Christ. And so uh, the sermon has an evangelistic thrust. It's a part of my purpose to get the people to trust Christ. And uh, this evangelistic thrust is brought out in the sermon. But again, the sermon has one main point. Jesus Christ is Lord over the unseen world. You will enter. Trust him as your guide. Every sermon has one main point. And the main point of a sermon applies the main point of the text to the congregation. And this main point begins to give you unity in your sermon. It is a lens through which you can look and see the congregation, and through that lens you begin to bring all of the explanation with regard to the text to the congregation and apply the explanations of the text to the congregation. So, the sermon point applies the main point of the text. This is the main point I desired to get across to you 
in this particular lesson. Thanks for listening.